by showing you actually the latest satellite picture of Slow news beyond the headline. Now it's time for slow news, our segment on underreported global issues that you should know about. Last week, the United Nations Security Council unanimously approved a resolution urging tougher action to combat modern slavery and human trafficking worldwide. So tonight, Ceci Arregui and Mario Braga are here with me to talk about in depth about this usually forgotten topic. Good evening, guys. Indeed, Ramon. When we hear the terms modern slavery or human trafficking, we cannot help but imagine mafia-type organized crime that only happens very far away or in movies. However, these atrocities happen everywhere in the world. There are close to n- 21 million victims of forced labor and trafficking, according to the International Labor Organization. But for tonight, we are going to focus on the United Kingdom, known for being at the forefront of global efforts to combat modern slavery, but with an estimate of tens of thousands of victims, according to the National Crime Agency. Well, how come then the UK is known as one of the main fighters against those crimes? Well, Ramon, basically because in March 2015, a new law was introduced called the Modern Slavery Act. It states that an offense is committed if someone holds another in slavery or requires them to perform forced or compulsory labor. It also increased the maximum jail time for people traffickers from 14 years to life. This law was actually promoted by the then Home Secretary Theresa May. Still interested in this topic, this is what the now Prime Minister said at the G20 summit in Hamburg this past July. Tackling human trafficking and modern slavery remains a top priority for my government and we are committed to stamping out this abhorrent crime. In the UK, we have set up the first ever government task force for modern slavery, bringing together every relevant department to coordinate and drive all our efforts in the battle against this cruel exploitation. But if we are to eradicate modern slavery around the world, we need to go much further. Victims will only find freedom if we cultivate a radically new, global and coordinated approach. Modern slavery is a problem that has always challenged the UK authorities, but people were not aware of. Ever since the law was passed, a lot more of cases were uncovered, and then the true extent of the problem was made evident. Both the National Crime Agency and the police stated that the known figures of around 13,000 victims is just the tip of the iceberg and that the real numbers are over tens of thousands. The big paradox here is that although behind being a very hidden topic, this actually happens in plain sight. Besides trafficking for sexual exploitation, key sectors for slavery in the UK include food processing, fishing, agriculture, construction, domestic workers, nail bars and car washes. Lately, according to the New York Times, young people are being also drawn into the drug world as an easier way to distribute narcotics from cities into small towns. And how are these people being lured into being trafficked? Well, many traffickers use the internet to trap their victims. They promise them jobs or education, housing and a better future. Sometimes, especially with young girls, they play what we could call the lover boy or something like that. Many people then come from abroad expecting a better life and are then exploited and abused. Albania, Nigeria, Vietnam, Romania and Poland are the most common countries of origins of the victims. But let's hear what Carol Murphy from the Center of the Study of Modern Slavery told the BBC. A lot of of the victims are foreigners, but it's also something that happens to UK nationals within the country um, being exploited. There have been a number of cases recently, um, but also, for example, gangs in London going across county lines to sell drugs will also exploit the women, young women. 
So what basically she's saying is that there are also British people being enslaved and not only immigrants as most people think. Also, it's worth noting that there is no typical victim, according to the National Crime Agency. They can be, for example, women and children, but also men of all ages, usually from minorities or socially excluded groups. So these people are promised a job, and then what happens when they realize it's not true? Well, Ramon, let me tell you a typical case. A man from Albania comes to Britain to work illegally in a car wash, hoping for a better job in the near future. After a few weeks of working over 12 hours a day in unsafe conditions, he is not even paid, or paid much less than promised. But this man cannot escape his fate, since he is being threatened by his boss and sometimes even abused. Many are coerced to commit crimes and cannot refuse, out of fear. The BBC talked to a victim that came from China. His identity was preserved for security reasons. This is what he had to say. I was warned that I would have to obey the rules. I had to go anywhere they want me to go. Otherwise, they would beat me up and break my arms and legs. They were very cruel. I just lost my will to live. For some, even under these conditions, it is still better than going back to their home countries for having no job at all. And one of the main reasons why they don't come forward is because as being illegal immigrants, they might face deportation. So for us to have a big, uh, deeper look into this subject, let's listen to the interview I made with Jacob Nicholas, a Mundus journalism student from Cardiff, Wales. And then let's hear what he has to say about it. So, Jacob, are people in the UK aware of this problem so close to them, or is it something hidden in society? Um, it's kind of a strange, open secret, in a way. Like, um, it's not something that's discussed pretty much at all in British society. Like, every couple of years, there'll be a news article or a new report will come out, and we'll all it'll say how much worse the problem is than everybody thinks. But at the same time, nobody talks about it and we all kind of know that it's a problem. Like Most public sector workers, particularly in nurses and hospital staff, are all trained on, how, on like, looking out for people who may be victims of slavery and may be victims of trafficking and stuff like that. So the public sector are clearly very aware that it's a major problem, but it's, it's just not really discussed at all in the, in the press or in wider society. So you'd say that for most Brits, this is something they think might happen more in Africa or Middle Eastern than in the, in the UK, actually? Yeah, I think you've kind of touched on what I think is probably the main problem regarding perceptions of slavery in Britain. It's that a lot of people assume that it either happens elsewhere or when it does happen here, it's wrapped up uh, very closely with the immigration debate. So a lot of people assume that it's people who come over illegally or been trafficked illegally And so then their concern is more with simply getting the people back out of the country and back out to where, wherever they come from, rather than necessarily sort of the actual slavery problem. And that's kind of a, an issue that extends to all areas of um, British society where crime and immigration overlap. Like just yesterday, a story came out where a woman went to the police because she was raped and she was arrested on immigration charges instead rather than them dealing with their case. You just mentioned this story that came up yesterday. Uh, do you think that after 2015, after the new legislation, the media has covered this topic more intensively or you didn't notice any change on that? Um, yeah, I didn't notice any change on that. Like I said, the story that came up yesterday was to do with um, rape rather than slavery. And so that, that has been discussed more, which is obviously good. 
but um, slavery still, the legislation I think was very flawed um, because what it, what it did was it forces businesses um, to publish an annual report on slavery within their company and their staff, except the main problem is that it only affects businesses with a turnover of over £36 million, which is not that many. And so most, most people who come over to Britain as slaves, um, they're in smaller businesses, they're in the sex industry, which are not going to be publishing anything anyway, or they're in like uh, nail bars and uh, hair salons and things like that. Now we can see that Brexit dominates the agenda in the media and we also have the kind of immigration crisis or the controversy about refugees. Do you think that uh, among all these topics, the modern slavery is somehow one of the priorities for the British authorities or is just basically forgotten? Um, it's totally forgotten. I think it's very near, probably the bottom of the <laughs> list of priorities for the British government at the moment. A large part of the Conservative government's Policy is a pledge to lower net migration into the UK. Um, and so I think anything that involves illegal immigration, which slavery often does, um, then they're going to be not at all really interested in the actual slavery part. Um, and Brexit is just so overwhelming in British public consciousness and British political sphere that there's, it kind of swallows up everything else yeah and just to wrap up do you think uh, there can be any change in this scenario you just mentioned or it's going to be like that for a while I think I think there can be changes I think as I said there is a very slow shift towards increased awareness increased funding um, and every year there is more reports of about slavery and more increased um, increased responses and things like that Uh, it takes time. I think mainly the the problem is with the entire way the uh, the government deals with with immigration, um, and I'm not sure how that's going to change under this particular government. But it's a very weak government at the moment, so who knows how long it's actually going to last? And then whoever comes in next may well have a more open approach to immigration, which then would enable them to focus more resources and more home office resources and time on dealing with issues such as slavery. Okay, thank you very much for the interview, Jacob. That was Jacob Nicholas giving his perspective on modern slavery in the United Kingdom. Thank you very much, Ceci and Mario, to have a better understanding of important topics usually left behind by mainstream media. We'll have, a, we'll have more slow news next Wednesday on the Planet Monday show. Slow news beyond the headline.